This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey, hey! Halfway through the middle show of the work week, which means we're dead center, peeps. I know it it was a little harder to reintegrate back to the work week because Thanksgiving for a lot of people was a four-day weekend. And even longer for those of you who took some vacations, some extra time. My mom actually had the entire week off for vacation. So her school shuts down for the entire Thanksgiving week. She and her husband went to Galveston with their trailer and they pulled their fifth wheel down to Galveston. And they left on Friday afternoon, the week before Thanksgiving. And so they were gone from Friday to Sunday, the following Sunday. We're talking 10 days. And then she had to turn around and go back to school on Monday. Uh, and wouldn't you know, on Tuesday, sent me a text about how she wasn't feeling well. Oh, yes, of course. Getting back to school can be painful. Not as painful as watching Team USA. I forgot how stressful it is to cheer for the U.S. men's national team. But ultimately, I wouldn't want it any other way. I like the grit. I love their guts. I just love being in the arena. I love the fact that it's back on the international stage and that I have something to stress over. (laughs) That goal... From Christian Pulisic in the 38th minute of the game against Iran. Got me out of my seat, cheering, jumping up and down. And then I was afraid. I was a little nervous. I was looking around. It's like the NFL has conditioned me to to expect a flag. I was looking for a flag. I was waiting for a whistle. Christian didn't get up, which made it even more scary. And then in the final stages, a ball squirched through the legs of Matt Turner. Actually, there were two. There was one ball that went just wide of the frame, just wide of the net. And depending upon the angle at which you were looking at it, it appeared as though it was headed for the back of the net. And then, as I'm watching the replay right now, there were multiple chances in the box for Iran in the last minutes, so stoppage time. A ball goes through the legs. It squirts through the legs of Matt Turner. And it's rolling, rolling, rolling. Jesse Bradley told us last hour he felt like that ball was rolling for an hour. It's not rolling quickly, thank heavens. But it gets away from Matt, gets behind him. And it's headed for the goal, if not for Walker Zimmerman flying in like he's Superman and kicking it away. Oh, my goodness. Stressful. Then we had to wait to be sure there was no penalty kick awarded. Oh, my gosh. Loved it. Now looking back because we won. I also like to say we. (laughs) We won, but nothing easy. 
Anything worth having is worth sacrificing for. Let's go. I actually really dig the conversation, the stressful conversation. If it's easy, it wouldn't be nearly as all-consuming. If it's easy, we wouldn't appreciate it nearly as much. That's life. Not just sports, but definitely life. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You can find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS. Vote for TD of the Week if you haven't yet. And also, send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. I think we're wide open. Do we have any themes for this one, Producer Jay? Are we wide open? No, this one's wide open. Okay, so getting closer to Christmas, uh, maybe we'll have holiday themes and we'll see. Oh, snow. If we could talk about snow, I would be so happy. Yeah, I'll sprinkle in maybe a couple holiday Christmas themey ones from Theme-y. here until the like then, it. but it's not going to be, yeah. See me and see me. I'm not even going to try that again. Uh, So for now, it's wide open, uh, either on Twitter, again, After Hours CBS, or on our Facebook page. You can send those questions. Video version is up on our YouTube channel. Our phone number, 855-212-4227. Still ahead this hour, we've got Tiger Woods. How about Tiger Woods? Uh, He's not playing in his own tournament in the Bahamas, but he was speaking about his health as well as live golf. It's not going away. But Greg Norman now apparently is the one that the PGA is targeting. It seems like everybody who speaks about golf these days is trashing Greg Norman. Uh, Tiger Woods is the latest. We're live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Do you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. Hungry for a taste of the most delicious audio of the night? You came to the right place. It's time for Bite Me with Amy Lawrence. Here's Amy Lawrence. This is a Tom Brady-specific Bite Me. Because I had a chance to go back and listen to his Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray. Now, they recorded it. Well, it wasn't recorded at the time. Uh, They went ahead and did their exchange Monday afternoon. Sometimes we get to it on our Monday night show. But because we had a, a full plate on last night's show, we didn't. And so we're bringing it back. But keeping in mind that when Brady and Jim Gray sit down for their conversation... It's literally hours after he's played on Sunday. And actually, next week, the Bucks play on Monday. So they're going to talk before the game, which won't be nearly as interesting. Nah, I like the Tom Brady who's reacting hours after, in this case, an overtime loss to the Cleveland Browns. It's been obviously a long night. I have not slept great, as you can only imagine. And uh, I think one thing important we talked about today was just a 24-hour rule in sports, when things don't go your way and you don't win the game, you know, deal with it for 24 hours and then move on. So I'm just about to that 24-hour mark. And after that, you know, I'll start thinking about what this week uh, is about to bring. So it was a tough <laughs> loss for our team. We were, we did a lot of good things. And obviously, there were plenty of things we did poorly. And ultimately, it just leads to a very difficult road loss, which... No one can afford road losses this time of year. We certainly can't. But we're going to keep fighting our tails off like we have all season. 
when Jim first brought him on the podcast, he says, hi, Jim, like he's Eeyore or something. No joke. He was so down in the dumps. And then you hear him tell Jim on Sirius XM NFL radio that he hasn't slept. It's been nearly 24 hours since the game ended and the man's still chewing it up. You suck, Brady. <laughs> he also did say, and I, like I said, I listened to the whole thing and there were things that stu- stood out to me. He also did say he would rather play and lose than not compete at all. But he was honest and he's been honest about this during the course of his career. He doesn't love winning as much as he hates losing. It's interesting, right? You have some athletes that are like that. It hurts him far more to lose than any joy he ever takes over winning. He'll tell you about the Super Bowls that he's lost, the ones to the Giants, specifically the one in 2007 when the Patriots were working on their perfect season. But he also talks about that loss to the Eagles and how much that eats at him and that those two Super Bowls are the ones that he thinks about far more than the ones he's been victorious in, which shows you the state of his competition and also the intensity it takes to stay at the top. But right now, the Buccaneers are nowhere near the top. (laughs) And like a leader, like the guy who sets the tone, he is trying to figure out what he should be doing differently. Football is the ultimate team sport. I've always believed as a leader, you know, you always take the blame and you always give the credit. And that's just, I always feel like that because really that's what leadership is all about. And, you know, I always look at how what I need to do better. I had a chance to hit Mike down the sideline and over time to win a game. And, um, you know, I didn't get it done. You can give in to the outside noise and everyone telling you, oh, it's not your fault. It's someone else's fault. I think that's BS. It is your fault when you lose. And you you take it personally when you lose. And it you shouldn't sleep at night when you lose. And you should only think about what you need to do to help the team more. And, you know, that's what I lay in bed at night after games thinking about. And, it's a tough situation to be in, have a losing record, but that's our reality. And we haven't done anything to earn more than that. I sometimes dream about football, but I don't think I lie awake at night. Well, I'm here at night, but the nights that I'm not working, I don't think I lie awake thinking about football. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what it takes to be at the highest level. I will say, though, when I played basketball, in college especially, the mistakes I made or the shots I missed were the ones I replayed in my head over and over and over again. And also, when I make mistakes here on the show, those are the the moments that I fixate on, the moments I obsess over, not the moments that went really well. I couldn't tell you what I did really well on last night's show, but I could tell you the mistake that I made, the one that I go back to Jay, like, ah, that sucked, I sucked, the whole show sucked. He's like, what are you talking about? But that's how it feels to me when... One or two moments uh, go horribly wrong and I completely screw them up. Now, Tom Brady's trying to be honest about where the Bucks are. And he did say, hey, it's pretty amazing that we still have an opportunity to win the NFC South. But, oh, this is just rough. You come out of it and you go, God, we did some good things. And, of course, we did some bad things. Well, what does that mean in football when you do some good things and you do some bad things? It means you're average. And it's your six and five, your five and six at this point, which is basically where we're at. So it's not good enough to be consistently winning. And that's what the goal is for every team every week. And that's a consistent attitude, effort, discipline, determination, execution, all those things. So sometimes it's physical. Sometimes it's mental. 
Sometimes it's a bit emotional. And that's what we all have to, you know, you get one performance a week for three hours and you go through 70 minutes of football. Every player can go, I did some good things and I did some things that I need to do better. And in the end, it's just not good enough. And ultimately, when they make the plays to win, you got to give them credit. You know, the guy makes uh, David and Joe, who made a fourth nine catch from the 11 yard line, one one handed, left handed, ultimately it ties the game or the game's over for us at the end of regulation. So you know, there's a lot of opportunity we had to win that game. And of course, we did not do what we're capable of. So therefore, you lose it. He still continues to say to Jim Gray, as well as to the media, that everything they want is in front of them because they play in the worst division in football. There isn't one team in the NFC South that is above 500. And so there's one way that that plays to their benefit, right? They have the uh, luxury is a weird word for it, but they at least have the opportunity to continue to compete for the postseason. And and also the NFC is just bad. Uh, There are a handful of teams above 500, but for the most part, it's, it's bottom heavy. It's bottom feeders, if you will. So I actually... I was thinking about this in reference to the NFC East, which very often is the worst division in football or has the same quality to it where teams are right at 500 or below 500 and yet still competing for a playoff spot. You are in the division that you're in. And and so you have to take advantage of that. So yeah, all is not lost. Not even if you're the bucks and you're five and six sports is sports is a, you know, as I got on the bus last night, one of my, great friends and coaches on our team said, well, Tom, it's a quite the life we've chose to for work, you know, and <laughs> it has brought so much joy to my life. And at the same time, when you're in the moment and you suffer a tough loss, it doesn't feel like that. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of joy in losing as anyone can attest to. So we play to win when you don't win. It feels like the soul gets ripped out of you, but that's part of the competition. That's part of being the man in the arena. When you don't win, it feels like the soul gets ripped out of you. I like this Tom Brady better. I, I mean, I don't want him to feel like his soul has been ripped out of him. But I, I have never heard Tom Brady like this before. Or rarely heard him like this before. On Let's Go with Jim Gray. And there's more to it, actually. They talked about Michigan. So Jim got him to smile because the Wolverines won and beat Ohio State two times in a row, two years in a row. And uh, also, he was asked about Aaron Rodgers and about playing hurt and that type of thing and his respect for Aaron Rodgers. So he had some really interesting things to say about Aaron, too. I love Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. We will uh, hear from Aaron coming up a little bit later just because he spoke as well Tuesday on his weekly appearance. But this is Tom Brady on Let's Go. One more thing, and this is something they do every week. They also talk about the rest of the NFL. Remember, it was Brady who told us he was looking around early in the season. All he saw was bad football everywhere, Uh, but also about college football and the NIL rules and the name, image, and likeness and how the scope of college football is changing. It could balance the powers out a little bit. I mean, if you think about all basically college free agency, these kids finish the season. And if they didn't have the season they wanted, they have the opportunity to go somewhere else where they'd be maybe paid more. Who knows? But I think a lot of these big schools over the years have had opportunities to always get the best players all the time. And it's a monopoly on the best players. Even when you look at Alabama or, you know, they're obviously the one that comes to mind because they've had so much success with guys in pro football. But 
you know, there was a lock on so many of those guys. And I think maybe there's more of a kind of dispersion of talent across all the college football. Some teams may try to load up one where one year, you know, other teams, maybe some of these mid-level schools, they don't have the opportunity to, you know, pay these players in the same way that some of the bigger schools might. So maybe they recruit a different type of player. I think there's going to be a big reinvention of college athletics with, you know, the new rules that are coming into play. And it's going to force coaches to change a lot more too, because, you know, they're always going to want to go to those bigger schools, potentially that could attract talent and better talent in these one-year programs. So you may not have the opportunity to build the program. And that actually may have a detriment to the pro game, because if you don't build the college program, how is a player going to develop his skill set, which it's going to develop a lesser player to pro football. You may not be as interested in hearing what Tom Brady has to say as I am, but I actually have found myself listening to his conversations on Let's Go every week, not just for show purposes, but because I learn a lot about him and because I learn more and more what he'll be like as an analyst. At least I hope this is the analyst we get. Uh, You may think he's a machine. You may think that his life is super perfect, or at least it was. Um, He actually says, outside of playing football, I'm pretty much average at everything. <laughs> he said that on Monday. He was clearly feeling down. And again, it's it's such raw emotion when we're talking about 24 hours after a painful loss that I I listened to the entire thing and and I was kind of blown away by it. It's another side of Tom Brady that we just don't see very often or hear very often. All right, coming up, a little bit of Tiger Woods. An update on his health, though he's not playing at the Hero World Challenge in the Bahamas. That's his tournament. He is there for hosting duties and to be kind of the MC in, in different cases, but he's not playing. And still, the Live PGA conversation persists into year number two or into the year of the another year of the PGA Tour, I should say. Man, it's almost been a year since Phil Mickelson blew us all away with his comments that he swears were supposed to be private. Let it go. And they were not. (laughs) Yeah, so Tiger Woods, in his own words, straight ahead. And then still to come, ask Amy anything. In fact, we are, we'll call it 20 minutes, 22 minutes away from Ask Amy Anything. So send your questions to Twitter, A-Law Radio, or our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. And a lot of you also weighing in on our Facebook page. Thanks for hanging out with us, and thanks for listening to us for 10 years now on CBS Sports Radio. You are- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the After Hours Podcast. Who, me? Retire? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I'm not, 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 not retiring. Um, am I not playing a full schedule? Yes. Uh, that's, I, I've told you guys that many times. Um, I'm, that's just my, my reality. I, I don't like it, but I just have to accept it. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. That is the voice of one Tiger Woods going back to the open. And... He laughs, but we know Tiger will not be ever playing a full schedule again. And really, whether or not he had the accident, going back to February of, shoot, 21? Was it February of 21? So it was about not quite two years, a year year and a half plus now, uh, that his health will never be the same. And there's a lot of pain, continual rehab. He even told us that, beyond playing golf, though he did return, obviously, for the majors this year. But beyond playing golf, his major goal was just to be able to walk without pain and to spend time with his kids. And he and his son, Charlie, have done a bunch of different tournaments together, which is so cool. I love seeing that side of Tiger, not to mention that his son is a mini-me. He's a prototype. (laughs) So... We're not going to get the same Tiger Woods. We probably wouldn't have. Or maybe we only get the majors every year. He has said that he will play in all four majors in 2023. So that's his plan. And as part of his hosting duties at the tournament that he does in the Bahamas, the Hero World Challenge, he was offering an update on his own health and where he's. The goal is to play just the major championships and maybe one or two more. That's it. I mean, that's physically, that's all I can do. And I told you that, guys, you know, the beginning of this year, too. I mean, that's, I don't have much left in this leg. So um, gear up for the biggest ones and hopefully, you know, lightning catches in a bottle. And I, I'm up there in contention with a chance to win. And I rem- and hopefully I remember how to do that. Um, but, uh, you know, giving myself a chance to get out there again. Uh, I didn't, as I said, I didn't expect to play three majors this year. We were hopefully for just the, the British Open, but I was able to get two more in there. So that was a big positive. It's just unfortunate I'm not able to do the things that I, I feel mentally I can do. The body just kind of rejects it. Now, when I was at home, I was shooting four, five, six, seven under par like it was nothing, but I was in a cart. Now, yeah, I didn't walking, and that, that goes away. So I need to get to where I can, that, that point is where I can actually walk around and, and play that way like, like all of you guys can. I just, I'm not able to do that right now. So it's tough to hear Tiger Woods that way. It's tough to hear those words. He 
indicates that it's tough to not be playing. But he also says he's had two additional surgeries this year. So that was news that was kept under wraps. He's got plantar fasciitis in one of his feet. And that's keeping him off the golf course right now. He didn't want to talk anymore about the surgeries or when they happened. But he is in the Bahamas and he's smiling. And he's addressing some of the big storylines and challenges around the PGA Tour. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. The PGA Live debate, the conflict, at least for now, is not going away. We heard Rory McIlroy say, oh gosh, was it a few weeks ago, that he believes there is a path to a partnership. There's a path to a world in which both these tours can exist amicably. But what he said is... It can't happen with Greg Norman. And we certainly know based on last year that Tiger and Rory are in cahoots. Now, they may not have planned this out ahead of time, but it's clear that the two of them are are backing one another, right? These guys are putting what they believe is the best interest of the PGA Tour on the table And they're going all in. You guys may remember there was a meeting of all the PGA Tour members. I do not remember what month it was. I'm sorry about that. But it was one in which Tiger was not participating. A particular tournament. I think it was this fall. He wasn't participating. But he flew to Charlotte. I think it was Charlotte. To be there. So that they could have a big meeting. And he could kind of rally the troops. And according to golfers who were inside that meeting, that closed-door meeting, Tiger had a powerful voice, but so did Rory McIlroy. And Tiger was, even on Tuesday, pointing to Rory as a guy who's kind of been the constant for the PGA in this storm. Rory is the true leader out here on tour. Um, The fact that he's actually able to get um, the things he said out in the, in the public eye and be so clear-minded with it um, and so eloquent with it. Meanwhile, go out there and win golf tournaments on top of that. Uh, people have no idea how hard that is to do, uh, be able to separate those two things. Um, but he's been fantastic. Um, he's a great leader in, in our, our calls we make. Um, and then he's a great leader with all the players out here. Everyone respects him, and that's... Uh, and do they respect him because not, not just his ball striking, his driving, but the, the person he is. The two of them have been very vocal about the Live Tour and also very vocal in promoting the PGA is the better option, both publicly and privately. Uh, we've heard from multiple golfers that they've had these two kind of pull them behind the scenes or call them to talk about how the PGA is still the better option and how there needs to be loyalty to the PGA. So how do the two tours find an amicable working relationship? That was the question that was posed to Tiger. I think Greg has to go, first of all. Greg. And, and then obviously the litigation against us and then our countersuit against them. Um, those would then have to be at a stay as well. So then, then we can talk. We can all talk freely. wonder if he and Rory compared notes and decided this would be the number one talking point about the live tour whenever it comes up. 
because Rory has said the same thing. It can't happen with Greg Norman as the CEO. And there were those initial rumors that the Saudi Arabians, the the crown prince, the Saudi Arabian fund uh, that initially brought in Greg Norman was forcing him out. Then there was a statement when it made headlines that that's not the case. There's no truth to those rumors. I don't know now if it's if it was ever true or if the Saudis simply don't want to feel like the news broke and so screw you, we're going to pivot and do something different. Remember, they tried to get Jack Nicholas. They tried to get Tiger to be their talking head, to be their their kingpin, so to speak. And both those guys turned it down. And in the case of Tiger, the reports were, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. Same thing with Jack Nicholas. He said he turned down a boatload of money. What does it look like? I don't know. Yes, Greg Normans can be divisive, but honestly, these guys from the PGA Tour have been as well. They've kind of poo-pooed and made fun of, scoffed at the golfers who've left. Treating the Live Tour like it's not legitimate. And sure, that's their opinions. But I don't think you can say this is just on Greg Norman. It's been divisive from the start. I mean, how many times have we heard, and it's not just Rory, but how many times have we heard golfers on the PGA say, oh, they're just doing it for the money? As if it's not legit golf and not real golf if you're not on the PGA Tour. I'm not sure that what that says about the other tours out there. But yeah, there are still lawsuits pending. And at this point, Greg Norman is still the CEO of Live Golf. So I wonder if we'll have another spring in which it's back and forth. It's like a ping pong tournament or table tennis, I suppose. Trying to be politically correct here. You can find us on Twitter after our CBS. Straight ahead, your chance to ask Amy anything, but it's got to go through producer Jay. He's the gatekeeper. So send him your last questions on Twitter or on our Facebook page. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Time to ask Amy anything. Sort of. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. Mm-hmm. 
interested in my Wordle strategies. After I nailed it on the first try Monday, I and, and I'm not joking, I actually got it on the very first try, and it's a strange word. <laughs> my family still can't believe it, but there's a screenshot. It's not like I stole it from someone. It came off my own phone. Anyway, if you haven't seen it, the proof is on Twitter, A-Law Radio, and on our Facebook page. I knew it was going to be a good week, so I hope that carries through our hump show and your questions. But you're all wondering, is that the word I start with all the time? Tepid. Jay, had you heard the word before you saw my wordle triumph? I promise you that's where I was going to start. And this was going to be my question because really? I had to know what made you start with tepid as your first word. It's it's <laughs> the whole thing is so mind blowing to me because what every time I think about it, the odds are astronomical to get it on the first try. Uh, it's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. That's producer Jay. I'm Amy. And we've got your questions for Ask Amy Anything. So Jay apparently is putting his question at the head of the line and wants to know yes. how I started with tepid. Honestly, my strategy is to make it more challenging. I never begin with the same word twice. I always change the word. And I'm always looking for words that have a lot of the, the more common letters in them. And because I'm a total nerd, I initially was going to use friend, but friend is too long. And then my brain went to fried. And I'm like, no, that sounds too much like chicken. I, I can't do fried. It's Monday morning. I'm not eating fried chicken. And then I thought about tried. And then I thought T and D, because tried is the beginning and the end, T and D. And somehow I ended up with tepid. Don't ask me how, but I didn't want to do tried because I think I've done it in the past. So I instead was looking for a T word and a D, and that's where I went. It, it honestly took all of 15 seconds for me to get there. So then I put it in. I was like, that'll be fun. It could be really challenging. It might take me all six. I actually prefer it when Wordle takes me all six because it's, it's just your brain works longer. Oh, then to the first one. Well, except for that. Crazy enough, just last week I had my first ever Wordle in two and now Wordle in one. And this was Monday morning. You couldn't ask for anything better. So I changed the word every day and, and tepid. Uh, don't, don't ask me where it came from. It was close to tried, kind of. Uh, like I said, it's on Twitter and Facebook if you want to see it. My family can't believe it either. J uh, that's, that's why I had to send the picture to Jay because I knew he wouldn't take my word for it. <laughs> or he would need to see it just because. I took your word, but still, that's something that you need to just see, just to appreciate it even more. Just like, it's real. It happened. It's Could you imagine if our YouTube video, when we played Wordle for the first time, if we had somehow gotten it on the very first try? I would have retired then. I never would have continued going, but the video wouldn't have been a good, as good, yeah. except that we would have been screaming like total hyenas. First try, first word. Yeah, that would have been a one and done. Totally. Yeah. But, but yeah, the video kind of. You, have suffered. you never played again? I've played like once or twice. I've got. Oh, I thought you only played with me. No, well, I, ha I haven't really much, but. Okay, I'm. I pretty much do it almost. Every, I, I would say I miss a, a day every couple weeks, but that's it. I mean, you got got it in two last week. Got it in one this week. You're just it's, showing off at this it's point. It's true. It's good for your brain, you know, to exercise your brain. All right, now we'll get into some questions. So we were just talking about how you like to mix it up in Wordle every time and keep it fresh. So mm -hmm. we're going to do a question that's kind of the exact opposite. Oh. Gary wants to know, if you had to eat the same meal every day for the rest of your life. No. One main, no. two sides you get. No. What would they be? No. That sounds awful. Huh. I, you're going to laugh at me, but I really do like 
humongous salads that have all kinds of veggies in them. And so I would say, mm. I know you hate That's salad and veggies. No, it's a meal. He said, what's the meal? All right, One main fun. dish. Isn't that a meal? You go to a restaurant, you order a huge salad. So I would say it would be probably a taco salad because I love taco salad with the sour cream, the because this is relatively healthy, the salsa and the shredded cheese. As a side, I would need shrimp because I love shrimp. And I would generally say shrimp cocktail, even though I did almost once choke on a jumbo shrimp and die at a Thanksgiving. I didn't this year, though. Uh, so shrimp would have to be a side. And goodness, well, chocolate would have to be my other side. You didn't ask me about dessert, so I'm going to make chocolate a side. That's a veteran move. The the Hershey's nuggets. So the, the mini nuggets, because they come in a variety. I don't even, I, that might all be cheating, but yes, it would be shrimp along with a my huge veg, salad with vegetables and then my favorite dressing, of course, and chocolate for dessert. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't put on a ton of weight except for the chocolate. <laughs> this one comes in from Academy Theater. They want to know he, she, they, not sure. Do you have a current favorite Broadway show? Well, my favorite is Wicked, and it's, since it's still airing, I will use Wicked. I would really like to see The Lion King. I've heard amazing things about both The Lion King and Aladdin on Broadway. Uh, I've also not seen Hamilton yet. Uh, and so those are three that I would really like to see. But Broadway tickets sometimes are out of my uh, price range. I know you can, you can find deals, uh, but to this point, my favorite one that I've seen, I've seen a handful of them, is wicked it's awesome it plays off the wizard of oz it's essentially at the end of the wizard of oz moving forward the the music is awesome i could start breaking out in song even now some of the songs that i've seen or that i've heard and that i've seen the play multiple times so that's probably my favorite i highly recommend it the acting is off the charts and it's so entertaining it's funny as heck you'd really like it man or woman you would really like it speaking of broadway plays and out in the town jeff wants to know for you, what would be a perfect date night? Oh, that's a nice question. Thank you for asking. Uh, I would prefer to start with anything outside. So hiking, horseback riding, even a bike ride. Uh, I, In the past, I, it wasn't a great idea in the past because once I beat the guy in basketball, then he didn't want to go on the date. Uh, but I like playing basketball. Uh, maybe it's oh, something to do at the ocean or the water if it happens to be summertime. Uh, I'm not sure a long day at the beach is a great date just because it's hot and people get cranky. But anyway, uh, anything outside. So some type of outdoor activity. Hiking, though, seems like a great one. One time I went on a date, though, and we went hiking and we got lost. And the guy turned into a he turned into a mannequin. He couldn't talk. He didn't have any ideas. It was the worst date ever. We finally got out of the woods. We ended up going eight miles. We finally got out of the woods. And we got into his car. He dropped me off at my house, and I we never spoke again. I just got out of the car with my dog, walked into the house. We never spoke again. It was that bad. So, yes, anything to do with the outdoors. And I would say, if depending on how well I know the guy, if it's a first date, maybe this doesn't work. But if it's someone that I'm friends with, I love to cook. So, would love to cook together and make a meal. And then, you know, well, it would help if he was a Star Wars nerd. <laughs> but if I can't pick that. <laughs> so, 
Christmas time, you know what's a great thing for a date is walking around in the neighborhood and looking at lights. That's actually kind of fun. I've done that before uh, on a date. So yeah, some combination of that. But if you can work up an appetite and be outside and then have fun cooking, it's all time where you can talk as opposed to a, a movie where if that's what you're doing, the only thing you're doing, you don't really have an opportunity to converse. So yeah, nothing to do with sports, as in zero to do with sports. Speaking of the holidays and lights, Jim. I love that Jay has no comment to that. He's like, that's the worst date ever. And then like. Let's sk- move it on here. We got more questions to get to. I don't want to know what I got to say about this. <laughs> what? You weigh in all the time. <laughs> nah. Jim wants to know, when is it okay to put up your Christmas tree? Well, it's a personal preference. I don't put mine up before December, but I am getting it on Friday. I actually have friends who decorated before Thanksgiving, which makes me laugh, but they admit that they're over the top. Uh, I didn't even decorate for Thanksgiving, for heaven's sakes. I meant to, but I didn't. Just a few pumpkins, mini gourds and pumpkins around my house. Um, But yes, I will get my Christmas tree this Friday. I'm going to go with a smaller balsam fir, maybe about five feet tall. Cannot wait. So by this weekend, at least the tree will be up with lights and then... Presumably the rest of my Christmas decorations next week. This one's interesting. David asks, have you ever attended a wedding where there was a cookie table? I have, actually. Wow. But, There's a follow-up. So, okay, so really quickly. Cookie table, dessert table, a candy bar. Have you ever been to a wedding where they have those options? So like a big ice cream bar or a candy bar or a cookie table, a dessert table. It's it's so cool. I'm gonna I think I'll do end up doing the ice cream bar just because I the, I love ice cream, but the candy bar was fun too. You took bags and like filled them up with candy and took I what like you that. wanted. Yes, you would. Well, this follow up is if, if if so, have you ever contributed to one with your baking prowess? I have not. I avoid weddings like the plague. Isn't that terrible of me? I don't. I, I went to so many of them when I was younger that I just yeah I I just don't want to anymore. <laughs> Sorry. That's it's a terrible fair. person. I'm a terrible person. All right, here's one more, maybe two more before rapid fire. Gut boy, my guy wants to know, does Penny, of course, Penny, your dog, have a favorite toy? She has babies. Her favorite babies are her purple bunny, her pink piggy, her blue bone, and her turtle. She loves her turtle. We travel with her turtle. And when I say they're her babies, she sleeps on them. She also has a mater like a tomato, but we call it mater. She sleeps on them. It's so funny. She lays down on them and they squeak. I don't even know if she can hear it anymore because she's half deaf, but she does She does take her babies when we go places. All right, one more here before rapid fire. Rodney asks, what sport do you like to watch the most in person? Oh, gosh. Well, courtside basketball. Um, and, and, you know, I do basketball play-by-play, so it'll always be my niche. It'll always be my first love. But in person, hockey phenomenal if you're up top you can see the speed and the power of the game that does not translate on tv also in person is golf because you can walk around you're not stuck in a seat somewhere it's it's a cool experience all right rapid fire take us home mr or mrs claus mrs claus obviously runs the show Mm. bad haircut or bad dye job bad haircut it grows out Test the waters or dive and in the deep end. And you can wear a hat. Oh, Wait, yeah. I'm sorry, what? Test the waters or dive in the deep well, end. Well, I mean, if it's Houston and it's 100 degrees, I'm diving into the deep end. Robots or dinosaurs? Dinosaurs. Ooh. Passwords or secret handshake? Well, I can't remember passwords, so secret handshakes. Last one here. Talking pets or talking babies? Babies do talk. You mean like a human, like adults? Like talking. a talking baby. 
Right, babies talk. They make gurgle noises. I mean, like a tall, like an adult baby. <laughs> no, that's creepy. Uh, talking pets. Although I can already tell what they're thinking when they stare at me. The dog and cat they stare at me with their beady eyes. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.